Hey everybody, welcome to my first ever podcast. Apologize for the quality of this one. I am recording this on my phone because I cannot afford a $100 microphone. Hi, my name is Thomas, and this is Let's Talk About, a podcast where I talk about things, things I'm passionate about, things going on in the world, and things I want to learn more about. This week, I'm talking about women in video games. Specifically, female representation in video games. Or, rather, the lack thereof. I recently shared two posts on Facebook, both of which were shortly after the announced release of the Breath of the Wild sequel. The first was a post about why Zelda should be playable, the second was a post about having a deep and meaningful conversation. My cousin went on my wall and found that post, took a screenshot of it, and the post underneath, which happened to be the Legend of Zelda one. He posted it on the picture and commented, Meaningful conversations? Really? Now, my cousin is a very progressive person, and I know that he was taking a shot at me as a video game player and a contradiction between Zelda and wanting to have deep conversations. I laughed it off in the moment, sure that he didn't mean any harm by it, but then I began to think about it. I could have a deep and meaningful conversation about why Zelda should be playable, for a whole host of reasons. Within just the lore of the universe itself, I mean, you know, the last time she was played was in The Wand of Gamelon, brought to you by Philips, which stopped production in the late 90s, only lasted about seven years. However, there are a whole host of other reasons in the real world that Zelda should be playable, and a large reason is that lack female representation in video games. Video game culture has been male-based for a long time. However, within the past decade, the female population of gamers has risen significantly. In fact, within the years of 2006 and 2016, the number of female gamers fluctuated between 38 and 48%, which is why you may have often heard it quoted that half of all gamers are women. However, there are issues with this survey. For starters, it only covers the United States. It doesn't cover the rest of North America, or any other continent on Earth for that matter. There's also been some flack in the gaming community about this, claiming that because the study crosses all consoles and platforms, it therefore does not actually show the amount of true gamers, or rather that this gender equivalency means there are no longer gender biases in the community, which I can confirm is bullshit. I sell video games for a living. My first manager and assistant manager were both women. Three of the people I worked with were women. In fact, of the six people that worked in that store, five of them were women. And yet, the amount of times a man walked into that store and asked to speak with a man would astound you. Better yet, the amount of times people would ask for the manager and be surprised when they were a woman was almost laughable. So to say that this gender bias doesn't exist when I and many of my coworkers have experienced it firsthand is bullshit. But I digress. According to the Entertainment Software Association, in 2018, 45% of gamers as a whole were women. In fact, adult women made up a greater percentage of gamers than boys under the age of 18, 33% to 17%. In 2019, the number of female gamers rose to 46%. So, why was such a large female presence in the gaming industry is there such a lack of female characters? One of the main leading factors contributing to the lack of representation is, in fact, 
the lack of representation in the community itself. The high number of women playing video games is very recent, and the representation up until this point has been for males. As such, male characters have had longer to be established. In fact, just looking at a list of the 50 most popular video game characters, 41% of those favorites were male. Now, that isn't to say that this is a shot against female video game characters as a whole, but rather a sign a significant lack of female characters over time. Looking at some of the earliest female video game characters, not all of them were created for representation. Take a look at Lara Croft in the first Tomb Raider game versus Lara Croft in Shadow of the Tomb Raider game. The proportions are much more realistic in the latest game, as she has gone from being a sexualized character with massive triangular breasts to being an awesome badass character with a proportional body that won't give her back issues in the future. The Tomb Raider games are probably my second favorite series, and for the most part, they're all excellent games. But there is still this idea around her that she needs to have big breasts, despite the fact that they have been gone for quite some time now. When the Alicia and Vikander movie came out based on the first game in the rebooted series, there was a lot of complaint from a vocal minority about her breast size and how they were too small to play the character, when in reality, that shouldn't affect the decision of who plays the character at all. When Shadow of the Tomb Raider came out, I saw a comment on a forum complaining that her breasts were too small and that this in fact ruined the game for that player. Blatant sexism such as this is also a factor contributing to the lack of women in the gaming community, or rather, vocal women in the gaming community. As I previously mentioned, working in a video game store surrounded by women who know just as much, and in some cases, more than me, about games, they are still greeted with sexism, just in a less in-your-face way. The lack of female protagonists in AAA games is slowly changing. Fortunately, RPGs more often are now letting you choose the gender of your character, like in Assassin's Creed Odyssey or Fable, or allow you to create a custom character, like in Skyrim or Dragon's Age. In playing these games, I find I am drawn to characters that represent me. In games where I choose the gender, I will more often than not choose the male character. In games where I can customize my character, I will customize the character to look like myself, regardless of the species of the character. Looking back, not only over the past 33 years since the first appearance of Samus, but the past 47 years since the first introduction of Pong, it is clear that there has been a steady increase of not only female video game players, but female video game characters as well. As such, it is important that as things change, the video game industry has to change with it and add more female protagonists. We need to remember that a good game isn't based off the gender of the protagonist, it's based off the story, gameplay, and overall quality of the game. If the protagonist is female, even better. But we shouldn't have to have a discussion like this about the lack of women in video games and why there should be more. Female protagonists are slowly making their way into AAA titles. However, we are still a ways off from having true equality in gaming. Hopefully, in the future, we will see more and more female protagonists in gaming and achieve true equality. My name is Thomas, and this has been Let's Talk About. Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening to my first podcast. Please rate and leave a review on the iTunes store or wherever you find your podcasts. I would love to hear what you liked, what you didn't like, and what I can do better. Thank you so much.